Hey guys, I just wanted to add a um, quick disclaimer to the beginning of this episode. Um, so this is Jess. <laughs> um, I am currently like trying to find the best way to have like equal sounding audio with um, me and then Gabriella, who's eight, nine hours away from me. So um, this time, well, what we're going to start doing is like doing Zoom zoom type things i guess you guys don't really care how we do it um but like i have an actual microphone and setup but um it's difficult when like you live far away um so obviously you can tell like from the previous episodes that like gabriella's a little bit like like the audio is different so we're just trying to figure out the best way to um record so that it's like almost like equal sounding because obviously I don't want to be louder than Lubby um and I want you guys to be able to hear what she has to say um so this episode we did it a different way but um I didn't use my mic and I used um just my computer audio because that'd be better to use my computer but I am wrong (laughs) I was wrong I think I need to like use my phone instead for it and use my mic connected to my phone. You guys don't really care how I do that. But um point is is that my voice is kind of loud and then it also like shakes the audio in a way and it's like I'm really annoyed because I'm really trying to make this sound good for you guys. Um at least like decent. And so it's really frustrating, Um, but like, just bear with us. We are figuring it out. And I think I know the problem now, (laughs) but um, I just like wanted to add that because like, I could be kind of loud because I'm the main speaker. Like I'm like, I was the person that was putting on the thing. So my voice is loud in a way and it, whatever, anyways. It's not going to be like that the next episode. I think I figured out the problem. Um, but I just wanted to add that in there because I don't want you guys to have your volume up really loud. And then like I start talking and you're like, holy crap, like my ear, my eardrums are about to blow out. Um, but yeah, pretty much we figured, I, I figured it out, the problem. Um, but yeah, just like bear with me. I'm figuring it out. And the message is really good. We had a really good conversation about... Um, the warrior culture or how I knew it. It's hustle culture. I've never heard warrior culture before. Um, but yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy the episode. It is really good. Like it was a really meaningful conversation that we had. Um, and that we had a really, a, like a lot of really great things to say. So, um, I just ask that you receive it. Um, and yeah, I'm, I apologize for the audio. Like it sucks but next time it'll be better. It's like a learning process too. You can like, yeah, I'm not going to get it right away. Other other people have like these people that do the podcast for them and stuff like that. And I'm the one that's doing it. So plus I'm not used to like recording with people who live like away. When I would record, I think I had like a couple guests where I was recording and they were not from around here. And I was doing like different calls but I had a different setup and I don't have that anymore 
so the audio just isn't the same. And if you hear whining in the background, that's my dog. She wants to come inside. But anyways, enjoy the episode. I hope you guys like it. Um, And feel free to share it to your social medias. Um, Share it with your friends. And uh, also rate us on iTunes and Spotify because that helps people find us. Um, Yeah, anyways, enjoy. bedroom by the way so like cozy i know i'm like man i need to just make this into my bedroom because it's like so cozy yeah yeah i have some um no comment (laughs) oh my gosh how was your sunday bed (laughs) um Honestly, it was it was pretty chill. Like I went to church. I went to church and then <coughs> um what did I do? Well, I I've just like, I don't know. I had to clean and get stuff done, like do laundry because I went but I went thrifting yesterday and I found some really cute clothes. Like no way. very basic clothes, like striped shirts and stuff like that, like oh, striped button downs, but like those are like nice staple yeah. pieces. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I've come to realize that I'm like, I don't really know. Like, well, some of the stuff in my closet, I'm like, I don't wear this anymore. And like, this is not like, it does not. It's not what I want. So I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm at that point where I like need to like redo my. Yeah. Heck yeah. Because I like writing. Yeah. How was your Sunday? I- it was good. I love that you mentioned thrift shopping because I was then like looking for cool thrift stores to go to here. Like I don't want to mm-hmm. go to like the big. I like I don't want to go to Goodwill. It's not cozy. I want to go to like some hole in the like like flipping binnies. I want to go through some hole in the wall thrift store and like have to like a scavenger hunt for good stuff. And uh, mostly, I also want to get some new records. But my Sunday was good. I it was one of my early days. All my weekends usually are, but I went to church with Jay. I took Jay to church with me today. It was, like, it was so oh Everyone thought he was like my baby. So, <laughs> Jay's my godson, by the way, slash nephew. But we oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm forgetting that we're recording. <laughs> no, no, I forget too. But well, yeah. I went to church with him and I look at his outfit and we were literally matching. I was wearing like my gray shirt and jeans. He was wearing a gray sweater, <laughs> like a knitted oh, sweater. What a <laughs> and everyone thought that he was my kid. And they're like, congratulations. And I was just like, thanks. He's my nephew. And I'm like, oh, well, congratulations. To Jeff. Like, but he was definitely like drawing all the attention. I'm like, gosh, I'm like so focused on Jay. I'm like, okay, 
I need to focus on you, Lord. But like Jay is so cute. He was okay during the like when we all started praying in tongues. Jay got like so excited. He lifted both of his hands up and like toward. I had him like holding. I was holding him in like a chair seated position in my arms, facing the altar. And he mm-hmm. like raised both of his tiny little trouble with my hands. And oh, in each cute. hand, in each hand, he had the flipping veggie stick. <laughs> it was so funny, but he loved it. He loves when I pray over him in tongues. He just gets really quiet, but like is cheesing really hard. Mm-hmm. And then what did I do after church? Then after church, I went and hung out with Nina and Jay. So Nina is Jay's sister. And we hung out. They both took naps, though. So I got to have some good downtime. And then then I uh, came home. I tried to rest for a little bit, went to dinner. Now here we are. It's been a good Sunday, honestly. That's good. Yeah. What's the weather like up there? We got, like, some nice snow, finally. I like the snow. I like – I really like wintertime. I don't like how – there's not any sun. That's yeah. I don't like that either. But it's so. And, I like. I don't like when it's like just gray and no snow. Because at least when there's like, if there's no sun, at least there's like some color. Yeah. With the snow. Yeah. Helps a little bit. Yeah, I get that. Like I was talking to Michaela, my sister. Um, I think it was like yesterday or maybe like I don't know it doesn't matter like recently about how like when we were growing up winters were not like this they like I, we remember like being outside all the time and the skies were blue and it was nice sunny days like it was not the way uh, that it is now we had I saw like a news report where they did like the average daily like the sun and for the entire span of winter so far, we've only had an average of five minutes of sun. No way! Yeah. That's actually so disgusting. Yeah, and I'm like, um, there's minutes. definitely something going on, and it's not climate change. It's there's, not global warming? <laughs> no. No, there is, like, something... dark. Literally, it is dark. Yeah, it is. No, there's, like, actual things, like... I, I remember... Yeah, it's just, and that's a thing, like, dude, I, like, I don't focus, I haven't been, like, focusing on, like, inwardly how I, like, um, not inwardly, like, I'm really focusing on how even if I'm, like, my mood isn't good, like, God's, like, he's, he's the one that's going to fulfill everything, even if we're not, like, feeling well or feeling, like, well. And that, like, like, I'm just, like, trying to focus on that, but seriously, like, this no sun is, like, I have never felt this bad during a winter, like, mentally, oh, ever. Oh, my gosh, no. It's weird. Is, no, it's, it's, it honestly is weird because I, well, I haven't lived in winter in a year, in, like, almost 10 years, and yeah. I, I haven't minded it so much, but I do remember one specific it does make me more like I would say bitter is the best way to describe it's like when I wake up and it's just like it's like with the day doesn't feel like it starts or ends it's just constantly gray and yeah. I don't like that and yeah. it's but there's one specific day 
I don't know if we talked about this already, but I was like, one day where I was like, the weather was, or my mood was just terrible from start to finish. Not even start. It was like around 3.30, 4 p.m. It, I was crying at everything. Any emotion I was feeling, I started crying. And I was yeah. super, I was so irritable. Just and angry and I was like why do I feel like this and I look outside and I'm like oh it's because it's 4 30 and it's pitch black outside yeah I feel like I wasted the entire day because I did I was well not even wasted but I was like the day's over and it's only four but but not necessarily over like we don't have like at least how I am is like I don't have any energy even like I'm like I don't have is it feel like you're like you want to do stuff but you're like you just like I don't know (laughs) yeah yeah like I'm just exhausted yeah you're just like unmotivated to do anything yeah and like this kind of goes into like what we want to talk about today but like (laughs) but like yeah um yeah, like, I feel like, I was like, am I depressed? <laughs> like, am, like, what's going on? I don't know. Just because, like, like, I'm genuinely, like, the thing is, is, like, I'm not, like, despairing or anything. I'm just like, this sucks. I don't have any motivation to do anything. Like, I I really am not feeling, like, um, like, giddy or happy or anything. Like, it's so, and I think it's. Yeah, and I know it's just, like, temporary, but, like, still, I'm, like... It's not easy to feel that absence of joy. Heck no. And I'm, like, okay, like, I'm just going through... And I'm also, like, trying to think if, like, okay, so, like, we had, like, this really... (sighs) Like, you know how, you like, your spiritual journey is, like, highs and then, like, you have valleys and mountains and stuff. And I'm, like, okay, like, I had, like, a mountain for a while so I might just be in a valley right now which is fine like I genuinely am like I wouldn't I would enjoy (laughs) to change but I'm like okay but like (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired I'm freaking tired I'm I'm sorry it's also probably not not probably (laughs) my fault for freaking starting so late but oh that's that's huge because I've also been like, wait, I was really on this great high for a while. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm coming down for a minute and I'm not enjoying that. And yeah. But uh, that's why I love something like, like a little reminder for me. Like, hey, like when I'm there with Jesus, I'm like, I'm still here. You're, I yeah. still, you're like where you are in life. My love for you doesn't change. And I was just, like, crying, like, ugly crying tears of joy in church today because a bunch of people were getting their, like, older, not older, but, like, older compared to, like, being raised in the Catholic church, like, older new members of the church where they were getting confirmed. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this was happening today. And I was just, I was just seeing them so excited to join the church and also just I just having new members come in every time there's new people who like seek out the faith and like take all the steps to get there and like seeing them like actually get the sacraments that they've been working for it's so beautiful and I was just 
I was just like, wow, it's great. It's great. And it was lovely. It's good for me too. Cause I feel like on my confirmation a day, I was too tired to enjoy it. That like get in, it was like right oh. after. And it was actually the day I had cut my hair into a pixie cut. And I wasn't even allowed to like hang out with my friends because I was too sick to like be around other people. And so I had to like get rushed in, get my, you know, sit in the front row pretty much by myself, get the, and I had a conversation. It was great. I remember being very happy that I got there and I did it, but I was also extremely tired. So today was just like, I get a second chance to like do this again healthily because, you know, when they do it from the church, you also recite, like renew your vows, confirmation vows. And I was like, oh. I could do it while holding Jay and oh it was so beautiful it was just a great it was a great start it was a great Sunday service for me today but should we get into the topic of warrior culture yeah okay (laughs) so wait say that again warrior culture which sounds I was like but it's yeah it's not yeah <laughs> so lovey or gabriella like mentioned it to me and i was like wait what is this it sounds so hype and i didn't realize she was talking like i feel like okay so like you're not that much younger than me but but you are still younger than me and i've heard like hustle culture and like that kind of stuff that's my term that i've always heard um but like they're the same thing um and just like how it can lead to like a toxic mindset and all the all that fun stuff I feel like there's so many different ways we could talk about it um but why don't you like talk about why you want to talk about it okay so we actually had um uh, professional development day at work and that was what we, that was one of the presentations. And I was like, ooh, warrior culture, this looks like a cool presentation. And I started talking about it and I was like, oh. But I was like, oh, because it was more like I didn't even realize I was in this mentality. But basically, warrior culture is rewarding negative behavior, essentially. But it doesn't feel negative behavior because it's like you're working, it's like when you work so, so hard basically working yourself into a burnout knowingly or you are burnt out it's like oh I worked I worked three night shifts in a row I'm running on four hours of sleep I haven't eaten since yesterday whatever whatever and then it's like venting and then when you're venting and then it's about all this hard work you're doing at the expense of your literal being and then it's like oh my gosh like I'm so you're so you're such a good worker. Like, I'm so proud of you for like just pushing through it and like getting it done, but you should really rest. And it's just like, what? Or like, oh, but you should take care of yourself more. Like, Oop. but you're doing so good. But then it's just like, you're rewarding, you're rewarding the negative behavior first. One, because that's what's addressed first, most commonly. It's almost like the person is enabling. Yes, it's yes, it is enabling. It's very much so because then you keep doing that, and it's like you're seeking that reward. Not that you're like you seek the the reward that you get from working, whatever it may be, like more money, more praise, whatever it may be. Yep. Sense of your well being, and I know some sometimes it's just like you don't have an option. You don't have an option to not work that hard, and that's very true. But that's the thing. Warrior culture isn't 
it isn't one, I guess it could apply, but I think it specifically applies to one. That's a choice. You're, you're not, you're just seeking out more work, seeking out more of this, not because you need to, but because almost just like you want to, but it's definitely, it's more prevalent. Sometimes it's really just not, it's not an option, but it's just, I think it's the language aspect of it all. Mostly like we need. Yeah. To I think, um, I think, yeah, when that, when it doesn't apply to that or when it, I don't think it is warrior culture, like say like you're working because you need that income and like, you just can't like, you can't like not do that. Like you're in a position where you need to support a family or stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't think that, pertain- yeah, like that doesn't pertain to that. It's just like people who have a toxic mentality towards um work yeah there's no work and personal life and that's the thing is like these people make their these people because I I shouldn't be saying that because I'm sure like I've been like that sometime actually I don't know if I have I know probably big on that I'm just like (sighs) what it is really is like you feel like if you're not working so hard that you lose value as a person and that's just not Mm -hmm. true but that's what, that's the very, that's the root of it all. It's like, if you feel like you're not constantly being productive 24 hours a day when you're awake, or even if you're allowing yourself to be resting at any time, it's just, it's because mm-hmm. you're, you're just like, it's like you feel like you lose value as a human being. Or like Because oh, you place your worth in your work. Exactly. And I yeah. for sure. And I'm not just saying like you, but like that, this hypothetical person that we have. And... Oh, it's it's so sad but that's a huge it's big especially in healthcare workers and in the what's it called human service industry so nurses doctors therapists whatever it may be that's, that's where it's most prevalent but it definitely applies to all work fields and it's just well I just want to talk about how that's not one, it's not sustainable. It's really not because at some point there's going to be a crash. There's going to be like a mental breakdown. There's going to be some sort of physical boundary that arises. And for me, that's, that was huge for me. I like, I actually started losing my appetite and I stopped. Well, I, I would eat. It was just wouldn't be like healthy amounts of food. Like, it would take, like, all, it would be put on the back burner. Yes. Like you. Yeah. Priority right now. It's really not. And I was just like, okay. I would eat just very little. One, I didn't have an appetite. I just started to lose my appetite, but also it's just that it applied to so many areas, but it was like, I felt like I needed to earn food too, which is so toxic and not true. Food isn't a privilege. It's, it's a necessity. It's a, it's a human necessity. And also it's a, it could be a treat, <laughs> but treating it as I was treating it as like something I needed to really earn and it's so it led to like a bad relationship with food and with myself and that's my experience with it but it's I just you know it was a thing I thought it was like a personal thing and I didn't realize other people thought this way but I've been more aware of it in the sense that I'm like I need to learn to just to be able to relax and not feel guilty about relaxing mm-hmm. not- about like literally just sitting down and watching Netflix after working. Like I don't need to work all day and then come and clean my entire house. I don't need to do that. I definitely can. Like I do enjoy a clean space, but I do it not because like 
I wanted to. Sometimes I do it because I was like, oh, I need to do something with myself. But I didn't. I that's for me, it was like I didn't like sitting down for long periods of time. And that's because before I would sit too long. Like I wouldn't look like a couple years ago, I just didn't like getting out of bed or I didn't like walking around. I wanted to always sit down at work. But and so now I'm like working on finding a balance. But then I mm-hmm. couldn't like, oh no, I've been sitting for too long. I need to get up and do something. I've been sitting for like 30 minutes. No, this is terrible. Or like, even if like I'm laying in bed, literally resting, it's like, okay, I need to get up. This is like, I'm being so lazy. Even after working for several hours or even just not even after working, just like enjoying myself in the weekend or something. It's like, well, no, you need to get up and do something. But no, and that's like, for me, I'm just trying to work out and figuring out a balance with it all. And I think we all struggle in different ways in warrior culture. But I think this first step is being aware of that mentality and how present it is. Because it starts to affect not just yourself, but the relationships around you. It really starts to take a toll. That's the thing is that it never just sticks with you. It always, it's always like a, yeah, it always has an outward effect. Yeah. Always, always, always. And I think it's just so, if, and especially for healthcare workers, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't care for others properly. Like others deserve, if we're in this line of work, they deserve our best care because it's literally what we signed up to do. And yep. they're not they don't have a choice about being here, about being treated sometimes. And so we, as a health care worker, service worker, as any employee really, but specifically in the sign of work because where where it's most prevalent, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. And that, go, that goes for your kids. That's like one of our coworkers spoke about how she would come home from a long day of work and it was affecting her relationship with her kids because she would go home and be like, I came, I worked all day. I did this, this, and this, and this, and you can't even like do your chores. And then she started realizing that um, it really stuck with me because sometimes I feel like I would have this attitude with like my parents. I'd be like, I did all this. Like, why do I have to do this too? And it made basically made me, I feel like they needed to earn, they needed to do this thing to earn my love, to earn my appreciation. And like, that's not true. And it, it just starts to, it just takes that toll. And it takes, may change, especially for kids, it makes them feel like, oh, I need to earn my mom's attention, like love by doing this chore. Mm-hmm. So that's just like an example of how it affects around you and I'm sure it's the same with partners and relationships and with friendship like oh I did this day. why can't you help me with this first of all that's that's the manipulation language <laughs> so yeah that's like a and that's not even like a yeah if that's going on in a relationship like that's not healthy at all if that's just a constant thing of like I did this for you so you do this for me like oh gosh like if like no it's like never being able to like like set expectations that are achievable not only that but also like you're not freely giving of yourself to either your significant other or friendship you're constantly and that's not that's just not healthy like if you actually love somebody you're giving yourself obviously not fully and fruitfully until like marriage because you don't have that um like spousal union but like even so, like with friendships and stuff like that, 
you and just with people in general like we don't give to like get stuff back right um it's not an interaction it's not an exchange you know no it's not so it's oh gosh it's all of it tied to so much but it really does begin to affect your relationships and everything and just mostly it starts with you though just to take care of yourselves and to be aware of that and yeah it's time it's obviously not like something that you can just was overnight like oh yeah i'm gonna get out of this mentality but it's so hard because it's not just a mentality it's a way of living it's everything so yeah and if those boundaries is important as well yeah, and that's the thing is like when your relationship with yourself is out of order, then everything else just is out of order. And yeah. it's almost like it's really cool. It's I um was listening to this talk. Who was it by? I don't even remember. It was a Catholic talk though, but they were talking about like when things are like out of order in the natural world, they're out of order in the spiritual realm as well, which you oh, yes. see like a lot of things right now in the natural world they're not the way that they should be and you can see yes. like it's there's like stuff going on but like uh, that just ties into the weather that we were talking about yeah exactly um this person was talking about how like if almost like the mother is taking on the fatherly and like if you're a single mom like it's different or like if you're divorced stuff stuff happens but like if you're in like a marriage or like a relationship and like you're taking on like the masculine and like you're doing more of the masculine role, the order is out. It like it's not right ordered, and right. so that relationship suffers. And so when you have like this disordered um, relationship with yourself or with others around you, like that sucks so much out of you. And if you're like having this disordered relationship with work, it's not going to be life giving. Like your work should be life giving. The Lord like gave us work as a blessing. And it's supposed to be fulfilling and it's supposed to feed our souls. Like there's a reason why he gave us work. It's a beautiful thing. And your job should not be like killing you. And that's also for like unemployed. It's so hard. I think mentally draining. Yeah. Me personally, I, if I'm not, if I don't have a job, I like feel like I can't function. I feel like I'm missing purpose most see but then that ties into warrior culture but it's a different it's a different aspect of it because it's not like I don't feel valuable it's feeling I like I should be working I need to be working because I know that like that's part of what I'm supposed to do as a human being and it's also what I want to do and like I always do want so but I think Mm -hmm. what you're saying but yeah yeah it's just yeah, just, like, a healthy balance and everything like that. And, like, what you said, boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and it's not, like, something that you can just get right away. It takes time. And, like, actually being reflective and paying attention to when you are being drawn to, like, oh, I'll take that extra shift. Or, you know, like, I'm, I'll stay a little bit longer or I'll help you with it. Like, I don't okay not helping but like stuff like that where it's just like you're doing things and stretching yourself then like being aware of that and like recognizing that and then trying to actively yeah just like be aware 
Yes, a hundred percent. I realized that today too, when I was, when we were texting and I was like, oh my gosh, I literally overcommitted myself today just because I was just like, yes, 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 yes. Without even like thinking about what I already have in my schedule and what I have like planned for the day. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, I'm not a pushover. So why am I just like saying yes to everything? Not even because I want to half the time. It's just because like, oh, I don't want to make this person feel bad. I don't want to like, I don't want to say no to this person at the, just because I don't want them to feel bad. But then it's like at the expense of my own feelings. So then at the end of the day, it's like, where's the balance? But pause real mm-hmm. quick. They sent me earlier and I took the chance because I went to take a nap. But look, I got my bed frame set up. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's not made. I have my laundry on it right now, but it's oh, like, I love it. it. Turns out it didn't need the box for me after all because that is <laughs> so, so yep. as soon as I put it up, I was like, I can't wait to show Jessica when it's all cute and made, but here we are. <laughs> I love it. I don't even care. I do not care about that. <laughs> but anyway, resume. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, really, I spread my and I overcommit not even because I want to do I think it's just like for some reason I think it's like stuff that I should do even for like social stuff I'm like oh yeah I need to go because they asked me no you don't (laughs) you can say no no not feel guilty about it that's a huge thing for me is like learning to like I can say no but for me it's that's fighting that guilty feeling after Mm -hmm. I I think that the like the nice thing about the culture or not the culture but like I think a lot of people are shifting their mindset to like if somebody turns you down that's like not a reflection of you it has nothing to do with you like if like your friend says no that they can't come like it's not like it's not because they don't want to hang out with you or something like that it's like they just can't do it and I think like a great one of the positive things that has come out of like our generation is that and maybe older generations were like this and I just don't know it, but like once you get over feeling that guilty and like you get over that mindset finally and you can just say no comfortably, it's so nice. Like you it's don't need so nice. Yeah. You don't have to earn relaxation. You don't have to no. earn time for yourself to take care of yourself. You don't have to earn that. It should be a priority. Yeah, exactly. Priorities. Take care of yourself before you do anything else. And then it's just like a habit. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's if that's already not your way of living, which honestly most commonly it's not, but or at least it's not always been, but it's a, it's like a habit. And it's the one that has to be broken in order to be able to yeah. you know, for, there's so many wounds that that stem from this the pressure and expectations that we put on ourselves that aren't meetable expectations half the time. So it's like constantly yeah. something more and more and more. And like, you're never satisfying yourself truly as well. That's not where we find our true satisfaction. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, I feel that. Oh. That's what I had to, that's what I've been praying about a lot too. Is like, I, well, we all know I struggle with smoking weed a lot. And that was like my crutch before. But then it's like almost to replace it. It's, it's like, oh, but I should look for satisfaction in other things. And well, I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's the thing too, is like, okay, like 
so yeah like a lot of people use it as an escape or like a way to like not actually deal with their own like the stuff that's going on in their heart and their mind yeah absolutely and so that's what i healed from that it's like oh but there is then there started to be replacements for it and i realized it's like i was almost i was like started to turn to food again and i was like no i fixed this relationship with food i'm not going back to a toxic like really, I used to turn to food for comfort and it like changed everything about like it turned it like made me have a negative relationship with food and I like I started to get really unhealthy so now that I've fixed that and it's like now it's like first I need to stop turning to things that aren't the Lord for satisfaction number one and so I realized that <laughs> I was like oh my gosh why did I like do this today and then or like in other ways is also people pleasing and I'm like what like I feel good making other people feel good which is great but also I shouldn't do it for validation absolutely not because am I ever really gonna feel good if my validation is dependent on other people's feelings no so not only that but like the people that you are serving or like wanting to please they deserve like your full like you wanting to do it not because you just want to please them but because you love them Yes, a hundred percent. But the yeah. thing is, if I like try to like whatever do something just to make another person feel good and they're not receptive to it, that takes a huge toll on me. Yes. And it, like, it's, it's like it's, it's like almost like rejection, like the ultimate yeah. rejection. I'm like, ah, but I did it to yes. myself. I put myself in this position. Again, mm-hmm. they're fine saying no, and that's good. You should say no. But it's yeah. like and accept taking a no and I'm like oh my gosh so I had a I've been unlearning that habit and just being more aware of it but I think that also ties in with anxiety and like being aware of that and that anxiety isn't truly any any desires that are in the heart it's just like I was thinking the worst possibilities and whatnot but that's not yeah that those negative thoughts are not my own truly then it's and I always I usually pray immediately when I start to feel anxious and it helps me because, well, they're from the evil one. So I, if you, oh, this was the thing I talked about yesterday. It was not really a therapy session. It was like a coach. Like I had a session with a wellness coach via Zoom the other day. It was really cool. And we spoke about how, well, me quitting weed and then also being aware of my being aware that I do get very anxious sometimes and how I cope with it. And I realized it's just like, oh, what would it, it's kind of like how it helped me with weed now. Cause I still get cravings, you know, that, oh, this is like something I realized was like, I, the craving is still there, but the desire isn't. So if I have like the craving, but not the desire, then it doesn't, I'm not going to act on it to satisfy the craving because I don't mm-hmm. desire to do it. However, before it's always a craving with whatever, that's a different thing. But I get it's the same technique that I use when I get a craving as when I have negative thoughts. Anything that's not of the Lord, I pray about it because it's a temptation in in a way, in some sense. And so if you pray every time you have a temptation, it's going to stop showing up. It's going to stop arising. Not because like, oh, you prayed about it. But I mean, yes, it is because of that. But not just because it's because temptation is from the devil and if you pray every time he tempts you he's not going to want to keep tempting you with that because he doesn't want you to pray he doesn't want you to get closer to jesus and so 
my cravings have gotten significantly less. They happen mostly when I'm like really stressed after a really long day. I'm like, oh, I gotta really go for a nice joint right now, which is cool. However, like I think it's I think it would be fine. Like if you come home with a glass of wine, cool. However, I'm not using it as like a crutch. I'm not like, oh, I'm smoking because I'm stressed. If I wanted to smoke just to smoke, that'd be a different thing. However, I don't get the craving anymore because that's not what I want to do when I'm happy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what it was. So I was, so now it's the same with anxiety. Whenever I get like really anxious thoughts, I'm like, oh, what if this happens? Or like I just I'm like, wow, I just made that person. And like in my head, I'm like, wow, this came off the completely wrong way and they took it the wrong way. And like without even just like yep. head and like, oh, I just upset this person. And I actually, that's actually how I've been feeling all weekend about this one message that I sent. And I'm like, no, but they didn't reply. They're so angry. And I'm like, I said the wrong thing. And I'm like, hold on. First of all, just stop. <laughs> but I have to pray about it. And I, I had to yeah. pray that anxiety too I'm like this anxiety is not of you lord it's not from you because you don't put anxiety in a heart it's not from you so I have to pr- learn to, I like I'm like wait I'm like Jesus this isn't from you and I'm like so in the name of Jesus be gone and I'm like start praying and I also just love saying that to stuff that's like not of the lord I just love saying it's quick it's simple but it's powerful it's like in the name of Jesus be gone like you like it's not welcome here whatever it is because it's not if it's not for the lord then it's not for me and that applies to every aspect of my life it's Mm -hmm. not it's not pleasing to me because those are not the desires of my heart anymore because i desire the lord (laughs) and the beautiful the beautiful thing is is that the lord like brings these things into your life he allows these things to enter into your life or like these temptations to come for the salvation of your soul so that you're he like allows these things into your life for the purification of your soul, which is really, is really um, like once I started looking at temptation and things like that, you're, he's giving you more and more opportunities to actively choose him instead of this thing. Yes. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Because like when I would pray for me, I'm constantly praying for more, for patience because I want to be a very patient, soft, gentle person so I can be receptive to everything. Like if people come to me and, and if they come to me in anger before, that's like my number one trigger. It's like, oh, if you're going to be angry with me or if you're going to take your anger out on me, immediately trigger it. Immediately I get angry back. No, I have to be aware that whatever's trying to be conveyed through this anger is not, one, it's not my fault. And two... I just need to be aware of like what the what they're, the other person is trying to communicate through this anger. So like I pray for patience all the time. And what I realized was when I pray for patience, the Lord was giving me lots of tests that required patience. And or like the, allowing lots of, not give me, he just allowed a lot of things or maybe I just became aware of it. That a lot of things that started testing my patience a lot more yeah it's literally like the be careful what you wish for because literally <laughs> yes yeah and so for me we talked about this not too long ago was it on the last podcast or was i don't know if it was a facetime or the podcast but like when i'm driving it's all oh, like, the yeah. for me it's like <sighs> your, just please use your blinker but if people don't like sometimes it's that isn't my biggest trigger and I'm like literally someone slipping on a light in their car that's basically <laughs> it 
and I, it's like a huge yeah I'm like oh my gosh and then I'm, I'm like whoa but now I have the awareness I'm like okay that was an unreasonable response or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was like it makes me think of the scene from the office where um I forget which one it is, but it's literally the guy that went to anger management class where he punched the hole in the wall and he turns around and he's like, that was an overreaction. Like <laughs> 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 you realize it immediately after he had his outburst. And I feel like that's me a lot of the time. Andy, that's what it was. I was like, man, I literally, I think I've said it to myself multiple times. I'm like, that was an overreaction. <laughs> that's it definitely prevalent and and that's like you know when you pray for something those opportunities definitely arise and but it's um one get being getting that awareness for it is whoa holy smokes my dog scared me but getting that awareness for it is step number one that's what you do about it after so mm-hmm. parker <laughs> Scare the smokes out of me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like PG. I'm gonna try not to cuss. Scare <laughs> the smokes out of me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sometimes. Man, honestly, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both getting there, but that this has been a solid conversation. We can always do like a part two. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. thank you also for putting me out to the Sister Miriam podcast. I've been listening to that every day. Oh, you buying together? Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I've talked about it so many times on here. Oh my gosh, yeah. I there's so much stuff I want to say, but we'll we'll save some of the good stuff for other other conversations with me. Yeah, we definitely can talk about it. Um or we can like do a part two or something. I don't even Absolutely. care. It's just so late. <laughs> late, you guys. It's only like nine forty, but I'm like so. We're both early birds, though. We both have to get up early. Yeah, and, and our dogs work... are both very demanding. Yeah. Ugh. So I work with prioritize your rest, people. We fight warrior culture. Over yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. By example. <laughs> Literally. Oh. Everyone gets a rest. Have a great sleep. Pray for patience. Shalom. (laughs) Also, guys, watch The Chosen on Peacock. So good. Oh, is it on Peacock now? Yeah, where did you watch it on? Their app. They have, like, the app with all the seasons on it. Does it have commercials on the app? No. What? What's the app called? It's literally called The Chosen. No way. I'm going to start watching it on there because Peacock has flipping ads. I'm always like in the middle yeah. of like, having a Jesus moment. And then boom, this commercial. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There's an app. Um, and then you can like stream it to your TV or whatever. Oh, that's lovely. All righty. Well, All right. that's it for tonight, friends. Happy Sign Sunday. Up. I got to stop recording before I do anything else.